You are now tuning into Two Kids from the Bronx podcast. Two Kids from the Bronx. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Two Kids from the Bronx. Ow! <laughs> How you been, Tach? Good, man. How you been? Uh, you know, I, I can't complain. You know, it's not too bad. Uh, we got some some nice spring days coming forward. So Finally. Finally. Finally, I can smile again. <laughs> I told y'all I was waiting. I swear, man, I feel like this has been the longest winter ever, man. It's just, it's been brutal. It's been brutal. But um, a lot of good music's been coming out since we, you oh, know. Oh, man. We've been in the house, so, you know. We've been blessed with, oh, with, some, with some good music. Um, if you know whether or not you like the music, it's, it makes for great conversation. Um, your boy K Dot. That is my boy now. That's your boy, King Kendrick. Um, King Kunta. <laughs> King Kunta. <laughs> Man, what is up with uh, these? Just dropping these albums like at night, you know, not letting anybody know. Um, it's the new style. It's the new style. Know. Yeah. For, the, for those of you who don't know why, we're definitely talking about uh, Kendrick Lamar's new album, To Pimp a Butterfly. Can we just give it a round of applause real quick? We'll get, clap, yeah. clap, clap, bravo, bravo, Kendrick. Job well done. Job well done, Kendrick. Uh, I didn't think that at first, though. Bruh. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it came out, you know, um, I will give you credit. Toch was all in on it. Since I, I think it might have dropped at like midnight, I think at like 1230, he was like, this is it. This is it, Kendrick got it. This is the one. Yep. And uh, you know, we were texting back and forth, and I wasn't really sold on it at first. Bruh. Um, Tell them like, why. I was actually a little. I, I remember. I think I texted. I was like, um, you know, I'm a little let down. And um, I, I, I guess you could say I had like an epiphany, touch. An epiphany. Um, preach. Preach. All right. Preach on. This album is so good, and I'm gonna tell you where I made the mistake. Um. Number one, I listened to it at 7 a.m. on a New York City train, Bruh. rush hour in the morning. Everybody runs to work. People bump it into you. Oh yeah. Rush, run into the trade cart. You, you just can't. You just you know. I'm, I'm. You're just hearing it. You're not really. Yeah, you you know. can't take it in. You gotta take. You gotta take something. This is art. Exactly. This is art. This is art. It, exactly. This is art. You can hear and you can feel. It's just. It's great. So, I gave it. It's just due. And I said, you know what? Let me listen to it again. So uh, I sat in my room, you know, shut off the TV, put the headphones in, and just listened to it. And man, just what a great concept and idea. Really, it's, it's really clever. It's yeah, that it is. Um, just the whole of talking. Well, for those you don't know, the album is pretty much based of you know he's talking to Lucifer. Spoiler alert! Sorry, guys. Yeah. Which he refers to as Lucy, and um, also Tupac. And yeah, the ghost of Tupac. So throughout the album, he's um, mm. he's reciting this poem, and you never get to hear the entire poem. You you hear bits of it like at the end of certain songs and things like that. And then when you get finally get to the end, he, he finishes. You know, you hear who he's talking to, and you find out he's talking to Pac. He's just having mm -hmm. a conversation with him, and it was just so clever, so well executed. Yeah. It was just like, wow, mm -hmm. this is this is something else. And a lot of people have them, you know, uh, when they when they, they say, okay, this this album is, he was trying too hard, uh, it's not hip-hop, it's too much, it's like funk, it's mm -hmm. not. It's, has like that, uh, like the. Uh, it definitely has like this Afrocentric, this Gil Scott yeah. Heron type of yeah. revolutionary brother man type of feel, but you know, that's what he's going for. It's, it's a, 
it's a timepiece. Mm-hmm. I think it's this. This is one of those albums where you know, in the moment, a lot of people, a lot of people are going to miss it right yeah. now in the moment because they don't, they don't, they don't see it. But when you look back on it, mm-hmm. years from now, ten years from now, in the moment that it's dropping right now, everything mm-hmm. that's happening right now with the cops and everything that's going on, when you look back mm-hmm. on it, you're going to be like, wow. This was something really impactful for the time it came out. It really was. It really was. And I um, I think, you know, a lot of us are making the mistake, you know, comparing this album to other... Because it's hip-hop. It's what we do. We compare and we want to say who's the best. But this... We're making the mistake because this album, this music can't be compared to other music because, like you said, it's art. It's bigger than music. Um, and that's where I feel like we're making that mistake, you know. And then if you really want to go dig a dig even a little deeper where people are you know angry or they feel like it's not Kendrick's best work um I just feel like you just can't um judge each song individually this album its merit is in the entire piece it's it's in the whole collection of each song so it's like for you to say I don't like this song I don't like that song you're you're not giving it just due yeah this is a collection this is very much a uh, a mural a Mm -hmm. painting and if you're just looking at one piece of it you're not going to understand it you got to Step back and look at the whole thing you're and not, take it in. And really critically think about what you're listening to it's in this situation. And then, you you know. yeah, It's like one of those, like, uh, like those 3D paintings. You know, it's like you don't see it until you look at it the right way. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you can't see it, I can't explain it to you. You know, so I, I do feel like this album, it's going to be either you love it or, or you, you hate it. Because I, de- I can definitely see, you know, people are just going to be not receptive of it because it's so, it's so different. And, you know, mm-hmm. and some people just want... You know the music. They just want something that they can get and understand, and I, I get that. Mm-hmm. And so they're not going to feel this because this is definitely a little more. There's a lot of spoken words. That's just mm-hmm. it's almost, it's almost it's all over the place almost. Yeah. And you know, so a lot of people are, are going to be rubbed the wrong way or mm-hmm. you know, intimidated. I would say like to to give it a real listen. I can see that. I can see. Yeah. Um. I don't, I would love to see the reception. Uh, I mean, I want to see the numbers. I think once that comes out and um. It's already breaking streaming records. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I read that. Uh, what, they broke... Um, uh, the the one-day record, you know, the when you first comes out, yeah. how many people go and stream it? So mm-hmm. Drake had the record for his last, um, for the one he just put out. Mm-hmm. It was that... You're reading it too late? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, six point whatever million. And Kendrick, his was 9.6 million. Wow. I mean, people want to hear him. People yeah. want to hear what he has to say. Um, and like you said, I feel like, you know, you if you compare this to other things, like other music, other, you know... If you want to turn up, you're not going to turn up to this song. You're not, no. This is not a it's part, not this that, album. Know? This is not a club. This is not nothing. It really is like apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Even if you compare it to some of his old work, um, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, man, this kind of sounds like Section 80 Part 2. Yeah, and definitely. It, you can get that feel, mm-hmm. but even so, he's just on a whole different like level on this yeah. one. And um, you really shouldn't compare it to other music. You know, You shouldn't compare it to other artists because it's something different. Very different, and um, I like it, man. I really like it. He's, you know, he's creating, you know, ideas. He's creating arguments. He's creating dialogue mm-hmm. of things that need to be spoken about. And this is what we want. This is what we want. You know, we we always say, "Oh, I wish rappers would talk mm-hmm. about something." I wish, but when they do, we don't embrace it. And that's the thing, you see, because you know, on one hand, you know, the people will be like, "Okay, we, we want you to be different to do. Don't do what everybody else is doing." Mm-hmm. And then when you give them that, they're gonna go. Oh, what are you doing? Like, just make some music. Like, why, why aren't you doing, you know? So, you know, you damn this, you do, you damn this, you don't. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you know, you're better off doing what you want to do. And you just, for Kendrick, you know, he's doing the right thing by just creating what he wants to create. Yeah. And once you start falling into trying to please the people, it's never going to happen because the people don't know what they want. 
That's true. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah, if it, it's like um, like you say, if you're damned, you do. You're damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. I could, I completely agree with you. Um, and you know, just to get back to real, like if you want to go real hip hop, he's laying down some bars. On bars this, are man. there. The bars are there. Whether you know it's the beats you don't like, the funkadelic things in the background. <laughs> you know, I can't even. You can't even put this because there's so many things going on. But when he is, you know, rapping, the bars are there, man. Like, still Kendrick Lamar. Exactly. Yeah, he's still Kendrick. So it's like I think it's a little bit for every everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I love the ending, man. I love that, that ending. It was so perfect. It was the, almost like you know, and it's like a the first time you hear it, it's like a surprise. It's like oh shit, what the? Yeah, like it's like. <laughs> and then I, I mean I read that I found out that um. He um so in the, in the ending he's talking to Tupac, mm-hmm. but he he's using like excerpts and clips and yeah, pieces. A lot of splicing. It's yeah. really nice, really uh, really dope. It's really well done, man. Of like old Tupac interviews, almost answering some of his questions, mm-hmm. and it kind of goes to show me, you know, how far ahead of time Tupac was too, because you know he's saying a lot of things that resonate with us today. right now, today. That's crazy, right? So it's yeah, it's because really, like, these episodes are from probably like twenty years ago, almost twenty yeah, fifteen years ago. It, it shows a lot. A lot of old interviews. A lot of old interviews. And um, yeah, man, it's just I can't say enough how much I how much I like it. Right now, we're in a good place for music. I feel like everybody that's mm-hmm. come out so far, you got Drake, Lupe, Big Sean, Al mm-hmm. Kendrick, and they've all offered good pieces of work, and they're all different. Like you can get something different mm-hmm. from each of these, so you can get everything you want right there. You know, just yeah, it's been a great so far. For this, I mean, first three months of 2015, mm-hmm. man, we've gotten. I think we've gotten more good music than we've gotten last year. I think you know. Last year was such a. These four albums beat the entire uh, 2014 year worth of music. You know, and we still got Ye, who supposedly who supposedly. Uh, and we got Wayne. He's probably gonna let us down, but you know, we got yeah. Wayne coming. <laughs> <laughs> but even Kanye, he tweeted. He was like, you know, this is inspirational, and like, he wants to get back in the studio, like even more. Um, yeah. He 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 gave Kendrick, you know, a standing yeah. ovation. Artists like, recognize artists, you know. Yeah. When you see something, you gotta appreciate. It. Even if you don't, even if you didn't like it, mm-hmm. you, you have to appreciate the work. But yeah. you can tell that there was, was a lot of work put into this. Even like the I track, when I first came mm-hmm. out a couple months ago, I really wasn't feeling it. I didn't really, you know, like it too much. But now, once I heard it again, with the whole concept of this song, it, make it more, makes like, so, so much, much sense. sense right? And and to have that as I I love myself, the last track before the the, the, the Mortal ending, Man, yeah, yeah that's, so that's pretty much like the last track mm-hmm. on the album. You know, from him going through all his trials and tribulations, and him, you know in the album arguing with the devil and you know becoming a better person a better man to end it with the I love myself it's like it makes sense it's, it, it comes like full circle and um yeah he's just man bravo bravo I think bravo. I think that's all you could say on that one right um I ain't mad at him you know <laughs> my hat's off to you yeah good job like, well that done. was impressive job well done man job well done um What's, what else has been going on? Um, oh, man. It's kind of hard to, you know. So, to transition from that to. Yeah, to transition. Well, let's lighten it up, though. Let's talk about uh, my man's. Uh, my man's old man's. Your man's old man? Well, What's his name? I think well, I know where you're going. You know, I know his name. What's his name? Dame Dash. Dame, Dame and Dash. Dame and Dash, man. Rockefeller one- Records. Don't say that, man. I don't think he'll, <laughs> I don't think he'll like that anymore. He doesn't the one and only Dame Dash. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I saw that, that interview with him on The Breakfast Club. Oh, um, man. He was on a roll. Before that, he was on Sway. It was pretty much the same thing. But yeah, he went through the whole he circuit. He did a whole little circuit. Yeah, he, he, he promoted. Speaking his mind. 
Promoting his uh his, his new movie, I guess, coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah, definitely. Low side us. Definitely speaking his mind. Now him and Envy got at it a few. I thought that I thought Envy was gonna jump over there and smack him. Yeah. I thought Envy was gonna jump over the table and just smack him in the face, man. My whole thing with Dame Dash, I just feel like he is just, he, like, he's like a talking, walking contradiction. Yep. Just the things he says, it just it it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I get what he means, but he just says it in such a a absolute this is what it is and it's like alright the way you're saying it right now it's mm-hmm. it's like Kanye West it's like an older Kanye West from last year yeah it's like <laughs> it's like oh this is what Kanye West got a guy from I guess then. yeah like I just don't understand like one of the things he says he says oh um, you're not a man if you have a boss because if you have a boss he says you, you know you, it's like you're calling somebody daddy daddy oh hell Which, no okay so you're gonna tell me LeBron James is not a man because he plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers and his boss is Dan Gilbert. So LeBron James isn't a man. Anybody that has a boss is not, a, not man. a man. There's no pride in having a boss. There's no pride in having a regular nine to five job. All right, so to backdraft, so Dame Jazz, he, he did this interview, you know. Mm-hmm. They was asking him questions about, you know, Jay or whatever, whatever. And it ended up getting into this whole thing about how he's independent and everybody should be independent mm-hmm. and uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't be working for nobody uh, you should just get your money up mm-hmm. some magical way you should get your money up yeah he kept saying <laughs> I, I make he said I, you know I, I keep flip because I invest in myself so where are you getting that initial money to invest in yourself if you never if you don't have a job Bruh. and he just kept saying that's what Harlem does that's what Harlem guys <laughs> do but you're not saying anything so you mean and then he's like you know so you mean tell me nobody in Harlem has a boss Nobody has a boss in Harlem. Everybody's just running wild. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it's not as easy as, you know, I got money and I put an investment in myself. Where did you get them? You're not breaking it down, so you yeah. just sound, like, foolish and you sound, you know. And my thing is, it's it's cool if you, if you want to be a boss, mm-hmm. you know, then it makes, yeah. But the way you're saying it, it's like, if you're not a boss, you're stupid. Yeah. Which is just, one, that's, if, if you feel that way fine, you should keep that to yourself because mm-hmm. you're going to need people to work for you and they're going to be like, well, why would I work for you when you think I'm... Yeah. <laughs> and then he even said it too where he goes, oh, I'm nobody's boss. But then he talks about on the movie how he's like, I'm paying you, so I'm your boss. I'm, your, bo- I'm your boss right then, but... Right then, but, but I'm not your boss. Like, I'm not your boss. You don't, you don't yeah. make boss. <laughs> yeah, he was all over and it just things he was saying like, um, oh man, like like um, when he was talking to Envy about, oh, do you do you own this company? Can you give it to your son? Yeah. <laughs> what he said. What when I thought Emmy should have jumped over the table when he said, "How do you think your son feels about you?" Yeah, that's what, you don't. <laughs> you you don't your, tell another how man. How do you think your son feels about you coming here to work every day? Mm-hmm. And, and you have a boss. You calling some other man your boss? How do you think your son feels oh, about that? No. Was, he, he was gonna get real personal about that. I mean, how do you feel like if I was Envy? I would have said, "How does your son feel that you couldn't give him Rockefeller?" Mm. You know, like, how does your son feel because of your arrogance and your, you know, st- ego? Your son has to bake cookies mm. now. <laughs> you know? Like, Dame, you're not, you know, I, you, you're a successful guy. You've been a successful guy. You've lost, you've made, you've lost, you made. But for you to tell another man, like, you know, how does your son feel, this and that, your your way is not perfect either. It's, it's not perfect. It's actually crazy. Like, who wants to live that kind of... Not everybody wants to do that. Yeah. Get broke, get rich, get broke, get rich, running mm. around searching for money. That's not that's not an entrepreneur. That's a con man. Right. And honestly, like I like Envy seems to, he's doing well. He I, he's doing, I feel like his son is like, hey dad, I'm happy that you got me this PS4 
and that I can go to a school and that yeah. you know what I mean like I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Envy's kids happy with that you there's know? nothing wrong with having a boss if that's what you want to do mm-hmm. everybody doesn't want to start a company or a business mm-hmm. some kids wake up and their dream is I want to work at Microsoft I want to work Apple. here this is my dream oh, exactly. this is where I want to be I want this is, so you're saying that they're stupid for that no they're not a man they're not, <laughs> they're not a, a man like and he, he just kept saying this man thing man you thing. you're not making sense man like you're really not you're just saying he's saying a lot of stuff but he's not you know he's not really saying not like, really explaining he's just exactly. talking and then it's not he's talking to talk he's talking but not saying anything that's what I'm gonna say like he you just hear words but they don't have any meaning like and then he gets mad because they ask him about Jay-Z well, guess what, Dame? That's all people care about is your relationship with Jay-Z. That's it. Nobody wants to hear. Like, what do you want me to ask you? Oh, how, yeah. how was your son's bake sale for all the cookies that you brought? Or how was your movie starring some, some how's guy? Your, how's your love life? Nobody yeah. wants to hear these. Like, nobody cares. Like, hey, Dame, how's your low-budget movie starring some guy named O.G. Daniel doing? Like, <laughs> come on, Dame. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, for Dame, that's just, it's as simple as this. If you don't, if you go to interviews, they're gonna ask you about what they feel like was your biggest moment. Exactly. If you don't want them to ask you about that, then you gotta do something bigger than what your last biggest moment was. And you haven't done anything exactly. in the public eye that's bigger than when you were with Rockefeller and you were with Jay Z. It's true. That's absolutely true. And, and there's still un- and there's still unanswered questions there. If you that if if you guys would ever just answer the question of what happened between you, I no way we're asking the questions anymore. Nobody really still knows what happened. Yeah, and so that's why people keep asking. Like yeah. nobody really knows. It's just a bunch of you know. Like, oh, yeah, and it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he's like another contradiction. He's like, oh, um, don't ask me these questions. You they've been answered. And Envy says, oh, you know. Oh, that was the dumbest thing. You know, like, Envy goes, oh, um, you know, this is a different platform, a larger platform. And he's like, oh, I don't care about this platform. Obviously, you care about this platform if you came on it yeah, to try to promote your movie. You know, so you so you just you make no sense. I mean, like, oh, everybody knows it. Everybody doesn't know. Yeah. Everybody does not know. There are young kids that do not know. They don't even know who Rockefeller is. This is your chance to yeah. This is your chance to shed a little light on who you are. You're, you're passing it up. Yeah, I mean, talk about. I don't know. He was, your, your son's cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he promoted his son's restaurant in there. Like, I don't even know where his son makes these cookies. He probably makes them from his house. I don't know. Nah, he has some kind of, like, a, a, a storefront. Yeah. Thing, but did he say where? I don't nah, know. I don't know. I just do. I, did, I knew that from just looking up a little bit. Yeah. I can see why Jay left. Like, he was yeah. Like, I, someone like Dame Dash, that's not somebody you need to stay around. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, a short friendship. You know, I, I could see why. I could look at picture Jay just like, damn, I got to get out of here, man. Murder Mook, you better get out of there fast. Soon the movies are done, you better cut out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he had Myrna Mook there, who was just, like, quiet for a long time. And then, you know, actually, Myrna Mook said something, you know. What are you talking about? Him and Drake. That's yeah. a battle. Yeah. I, and I the dame was like, oh, but Drake is um, Floyd. Drake is Floyd. So how would Floyd? And Ralph Murray was like, what you mean, Drake yeah. is Floyd? <laughs> you know? Yeah, he was a little mad that. He, was, he definitely got a little heated right then. Well, he made a point, though. I mean, Drake is coming into his domain. You know, when you come to rap battling, Myrna Mook is right now. The one that's the the the, the dopest, one, the yeah. hot number one guy. He's number one. So when you say that, you know, you should take it offensively. If somebody goes, and if somebody that's your man, it's like, well, you know, Drake is, you know, Mayweather, and you and he's Pacquiao. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense where it's like, you know, Drake has a lot more to overall, lose. Yeah. yeah, on the grand scheme of things, he had a lot more to lose. But um, even talking about his man, you know, doesn't Murder Mook kind of quote unquote work for Smack mm-hmm. DVD in a way? Like, you know, what I mean, when he does it, like, so it's like, you're kind of. You know, bringing down Murder Mook by saying he, 
if you're not a if you have a boss, you're not a man. Because Murmuk, I'm pretty sure, has had bosses in his life. Pretty sure. So, I mean, even Murmuk said uh, he was like, I mean, you can I don't you can have a boss or whatever. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I didn't say that. Yeah. But you know, that's crazy. Um, do you think that battle ever happened, Drake and uh, and Drake Murmuk? Mm, nah. I mean, I think I think like you know how Drake tried to set him up in Toronto to do the battle right then and there. Mm-hmm. It could have happened right then and there. I think that was the only chance. I think that was it right there because Drake was ready. And they knew Mook wasn't ready, so that was a good chance for Drake right there. So Drake's uh, rumor, Drake was supposed to, he had like bars written down already, right? Of course. If you, if you, if I, if you're about to battle, Mm -hmm. if I said I want to battle you, Mm -hmm. and you're you're a big battle rapper, I'm not. And I bring you out to an event I'm hosting. I have you there drinking or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I think this is the time. Let me see. (laughs) I think this is the time, you know? Tell tell me to battle right now. And yeah, that's how you think that's how it went down. And then, it's funny because I think Mook, he and he kind of he says that's funny. He was like that Drake was like, you know, what are we on this earth for? If we you know, can't try battle. to give him a little gift yeah. of the guy, you know, yeah, you know, try to swim up to do it right now, you know. If if we can't, yeah, man, I, I can see him saying it too, making the Drake face. No, man, let's do this right now. For the, you know, do it for the culture, for, for the, the crowd, for the crowd, hip hop. This is what we were born to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely see Drake saying that. Um, nah, but I, uh, official battle. It would be dope, but for Drake's career, it would probably be a really bad, bad idea. move. Yeah. So I doubt if people will ever let him do that. They would be like, nah. Yeah, nah. you gotta catch Drake. I think like drunk out in a club somewhere. Alone somewhere. You gotta get them. They gotta get in the room together by themselves to make it happen. Because I really do. Th- I think Drake believes he can win. Yeah. I think Drake would battle him straight yeah. up. But Drake is Drake, and Drake is a a source of income for a lot of people and all those people are not gonna let Drake put himself yeah. in harm's way to mess up his career That's true, yeah. or to get either by Mook or something you don't want that especially not in this day and age it'll be mm-hmm. all over social media forever oh man it'll be forever. the memes with all oh, the memes the the vines mm. the, and then like let's say if Drake were to like stutter or stumble like you know or forget something mm-hmm. oh my he'll be eating alive be because the battling it's so different where it's like you know you have to you know have Long deep breaths, you know, you have to know, you know, how, to to pause. know how to deliver. Yeah, to, it's everything the, the way you move your hands, mm-hmm. everything you know, to get the crowd on your side. Once mm-hmm. you lose the crowd, that's, that's it, done, yeah, game over. You can have nice bar. Once you lose the crowd, you're done, it's done, you're done, yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, going into the whole Pacquiao Floyd, you know, let's whether Drake is Pacquiao, whether Marmuk is Pacquiao, Floyd, whatever you want to go with, let's talk about the real Pacquiao and Floyd. Oh man, the fight, man. May, where you at, May? How <laughs> you hiding, May? You know, I can't wait until this fight happens, man. It's so much. First of all, you know, everybody talk about fight century, this and that. There, I feel like there's gonna be so much money gambled on this oh, fight. I wanna, I wanna gamble some money. You wanna gamble some money? I wanna, we need to pull our money together and just drop some. Just throw it all on money. Throw, throw it all on money. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I think Fifty says is said he's gonna bet one point six, one point six million on. Uh, on That's the a weird number. I'm I'm bet one point six million. Yeah, I don't know where he got that number from. That was that was really strange. Um, but if Fifty bet on him, that just made me go. Dang. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe go knock him out. I think Mayweather's gonna win. Before I was a little on the fence. I felt yeah. like you know. Um, I feel like Mayweather's gonna shock the world. I really think Mayweather is gonna win, just because I feel like. Pacquiao is making such a huge catastrophic mistake right now where he's engaging Floyd and he's actually kind of talking more smack than Floyd right now. He's like on ESPN, him, like, him and Freddie Roach saying, you know. Like Freddie Roach is, 
That's all he do. Yeah. Did you, you see the press conference? Yeah, I saw the press like, conference. Like, Lloyd was just real calm. Like, just it's cool, uh, you know, calm, collective. And Pacquiao's side at camp and Pacquiao, they're just re- they're, they're real talkative. And I feel like going against Floyd, you don't want to do that. Oh, hell no! I feel like it's the quiet before the storm. Like, he's mm-hmm. just so chill. I'm pretty sure, you know, once those 24-7 Dr. Yeah, he's, he's going to be talking bit. a little bit. But even still, just... Like he has a whole different demeanor right now. Like, he, he's just ready to fight. Well, right. because I feel like he knows that this is the biggest fight of his mm-hmm. career. This fight is going to, you know... even it, It's so funny how you can say somebody who's undefeated, you know, for so, after so many fights, how this can be the fight of his career... But this fight actually, I feel like, will make or break him. Of course. This is the fight everybody wants to see. Everybody wants everybody to see. Everybody was waiting for. And here it is. And now that it's really, really here and it's so close, it's mm-hmm. like, wow, this is really happening. Yeah. Um, another thing I kind of noticed when I saw the press conference, you know, and you always hear the height, the weight, you know, the, uh, the how much taller they are, who's taller, whose arm reaches taller. But you never know until you stand next to each other. And there's a... It's a nice chunk gap between Floyd and Pacquiao. Yeah. Like, Floyd has, I think, like, a couple more inches on him. The arm length, you know, five more inches. That's documented. But, like, Floyd is actually... I thought Pacquiao would be a little bit bigger right. next to Floyd. Floyd. Floyd looks bigger, right? Yeah, he does. Like he just, yeah, he looks like, he look like he's looking good, man. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, all the things right now have me pointing towards uh, Floyd. If Pacquiao doesn't get it done within the first three to four rounds, that's it. Floyd's going to... He's gonna, you know, do the Floyd thing. Floyd's he's, he's gonna, gonna do Floyd. Gonna run through him. Now let me ask you this: If it's close, do you see like a Floyd Pacquiao two? If, if it's a close, if fight? it's really close, then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He got, he got to do something in September. Yeah, because he has that's it. It's two more fights. Yeah. That's it. And then um. So why not? And then why not make even more money? Yeah. Um, man, I can't wait for this fight. Actually, I think boxing isn't going towards. It's like it has a nice trajectory right now. It's gaining I mean, some what momentum. What happens after Mayweather though? That's why I think NBC is kind of bringing back this prime time, yeah, <clears throat> this prime time boxing where once Mayweather is gone, there's no starts to kind of transition into the pay per view dollars. Yeah, so we got to show it on TV where people are not going to spend 70, 70, 69.99 or 74. However much it is, people yeah. are not going to, once Floyd is gone, nobody's going to pay that. I mean, it's pretty smart. I mean, because we got to get our interest back. In the- yeah, and like I see with it on TV, you know, people are gonna be become into it. I, I watched, we watched, we actually watched it together the last fight with uh Bronner, um, the Bronner fight, and then um, I, I forget the name though of the last fight that was showed, but um, you see, that's how much boxing we don't even know the names yeah. off the top of my head, so it's like they kind of have to do this NBC thing on TV to kind of you know build that momentum up once Floyd does leave, yeah, and so, um, there's I, always UFC. <laughs> well, that's not what the boxing guys right here, but yeah, I, yeah, UFC. It, no, you you bring up a, a great point where it's like you know UFC has taken over for the most part. I, I, I think now that once this once maybe the end is just just that window right here mm-hmm. for to make a big push mm-hmm. for the whole UFC thing. Which I mean, they're already taken over, yeah. but like I feel like yeah, I see what you mean. Like it's gonna be, but to solidify that this yeah. is now the premier sporting event. I mean, to be I think that time has come to be yeah. honest with you because it's like. Everybody knows who Ronda Rousey is. Yeah, she's the you know the yeah. the woman champion of the UFC, and I, I believe like one of the divisions. Her, she said she she would, she would fight Layla Ali in a boxing fight or like nah, a, in a UFC fight. Yeah, I think she'll win. Yeah. Even Pacquiao said that Ronda, I mean that Rousey would beat Floyd in an MMA fight. <laughs> like he is just throwing so many jabs at him in Bruh. the media. Like 
Nah, she's a, she's a fighter, though. Yeah, no, nah, she'll definitely... Uh, right. She's small, though. She's a small, small... Mm-hmm. She's like... But she, five, what, five, four, maybe? Five, five? She's small. Yeah, but, but she's, she's strong so and technical. Technical, man. that's so it. Technical. You hit the nail on the head right there with the, t- with the technique, man. She's just so good at her she'll craft. Take you down. Her last fight, she won in 14 seconds. Who, who in the fight in 14 seconds? Like, it's crazy. But, um... Yeah, it's gonna be a great fight. Oh, man. Definitely excited for it. Um... What's been going on TV? You been, you been watching any TV lately? Mm, been watching Empire, man. Ooh. Down, 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 down. <laughs> we're, uh, we're recording this on a, on a Wednesday, actually, right before the finale is going to be coming on. Two-hour finale. Yeah. Get your popcorn. It's going to be coming on pretty soon. Um, I think he's going to die. Nah, I don't think he dies. I don't think he dies this season. But, man, this, this show has really taken... By storm, like the whole in the whole t- television industry, where um, they just the numbers are through the roof, and I think they really um, they got the idea of it where a whole market, the urban, you, you know, the up, urban yeah. minorities, where they made a show kind of tailored to almost our interests. Yeah, you know, like musically, um, it's like a hip hop glee almost in a way. It's definitely a hip hop. Like this is like a this is this is an opera. This is a soap opera. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely, but it's good, man. And it's piqued the interest of so many. Yeah. And um, you know whether it be star power, the writing. But my thing is with Empire, right there, star power. How long can they afford this show? They're getting a lot of celebrities on this they show. Are. Like. Well, I mean, they they do like like we said with the Glee route. So they're making money off iTunes. That's true. And they're not making that much money off commercials because a lot of their commercials are limited. A lot yeah. of their, their program is limited. Um, but I think the iTunes numbers are definitely going to help them out. I mean, I don't see this being a long, a long series. Show, yeah. yeah, I could see maybe three, four seasons. That's, that's a lot. I mean, but they're, they'll they're find doing it. like 10 episodes a season, it seems mm-hmm. like, right? Was it like 10 to 8 episodes? Yeah. The one thing I like about the show is they don't really let things linger for too no. long. They just, a problem? Okay, they we got it. Out, they yeah. don't stress it out. No, we're going to keep no going. Filler. Yeah. Me. Exactly. Bruh. It's like a constant flow of, you know, problem solved, problem solved. And then I, I like that because I, I hate it when shows sometimes, you know, three episodes. They're dragging something on. Something yeah, like you know. And that's where I think the, the whole 10 episodes, 11, 12 episodes a season kind of works. Yeah. Because when you have 18, 19, 20 episodes in you one season, exactly, you need a lot of fillers. And that's where ep- things drag. So, um, this show is just even the songs, man. I like the, the most of the songs are really good. They yeah, are. Yeah, I think I've heard a bad song. I was like, oh, that's all fine. Yeah, it's also all good. I heard myself on the train singing one. So what's the one? Um, like oh, you singing drip drop? What's your no. drip drop? <laughs> <laughs> no, what was the one? Oh, the, it's like the you're so beautiful. That's I was like, good. ooh, okay, I like that. You know, I catch myself. Yeah. The drip drop out. I'm, I'm not a fan of that one. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that one. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so what do you think is gonna happen in the season finale? Ooh, season finale. Damn, where are we at? Um, right now, I think, like, the whole Andre thing coming in. Okay, yeah. And he's, like, with his bipolar breakdown, and then Lucius kind of, you know, take, taking stocks from the everybody. The shares and everybody he took over to get cooked. Lucius, he is so, he is the devil, man. He's the devil? Right, he's so weird, because he's, he's the devil, but then, you know, he has a heart. He's such a nice guy, but he's just evil. He's just, like, yeah. dang it, evil. Like he, doesn't li- like, he doesn't lie all the time, but when he lies, like, it's like, like, he'll do something to help, like, like that whole, with the gun situation, like, you know, yeah. he was really, like, in it, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. wow, this is Lucian. They like, I saved y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's I true. saved your asses. He does the good for the evil. Like, he'll do a good thing for the for the overall evil plan, yeah. you know? So, you're absolutely 
They're like, they're looking at me like, I just saved you. <laughs> he was definitely bad. He was so bad with it. I think Cookie was like, I wish he would have shot you. I was like, damn. I just, I just looked. I was like, man, that's weird. like he kind of like put his life on the line a little bit, you know? He's like, I wish he would have killed you. I'm like, I think it's more right out with Cookie. Like, she definitely hates him. Like, yeah. I mean, she got it after that. You do 17 years. Yeah. But even after 17 years, she. Still... I'm just saying that alone is enough. Yeah. Hate you. So the fact that she even tried to like you after that. Yeah, and she gave you know she gave you some, <laughs> and then um you know well now she got the new guy the security guard oh um, yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah yeah Andre Fisher yeah Andre Fisher <laughs> <laughs> he was um what's his his name is um he was a, he was like in Tupac right movie. he was like, in a lot of movies a lot of yeah. TV shows Dude, um, what's his name Derek Lou Der- Derek yeah Derek or Derek no yeah Derek Lou Derek Lou yeah. Derek Fisher <laughs> Der- <laughs> Derek <guess>. Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> You're an NBA playoff mode. Yeah, he was in uh, like Biker Boys and yeah. um, he played Tupac, I think, in the Biggie movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been. A Wait, lot. Nah, nah. That was him. No, nah. no, that wasn't him. You're nah. right. That was that was the other guy that, from Captain America. He played what movie? He played as, as somebody in the movie, yeah. and it's, he's so, been a lot. Anyway, he's yeah. been a lot. Um, That's what I'm saying. They got a lot of actors, yeah. like legit, you know, not startup guys, just actors mm-hmm. on the show. That like, okay. Yeah, I think I don't think Lucy's gonna die nope. yet. Um, Eventually. Oh, you know, oh, he'll, he won't die. He'll just be like a paraplegic or something. But, you know. Either <laughs> like way, it Steve, is Steve, Stephen him. Hawkins? Yeah. Thing, yeah. Either way, you know, no happy ending for him. No. Who do you think going to get the company, though? I mean, he wants to give it to the youngest son, Hakeem, the the, the tiger guy. He looks like Tiger. Hakeem? He looks um, like every... <laughs> like every... looks like Tiger, Kid Ink, Chris Brown. He looks like everybody. Yeah, he, he definitely does look like everybody, um... <laughs> He uh, he wants to give. That's why he got rid of uh, Naomi Campbell. He was like, Yo, "How much money I got yeah. to give you to get out of my son's life?" Um, he wa- he's leaning towards him because he sees himself in and him, yeah, in, in Hakeem. Yeah, he you know he doesn't obviously he's a homophobic and you know he definitely not gonna give it to his son because uh, he's gay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And his Andre, he does. I mean, I mean Andre, he's a freaking schizo. He <laughs> is he is schizo. Um, but I, I always thought it would be Andre because he seemed like the but most... he's the one most qualified, most but qualified. he doesn't have any talent. He doesn't have any talent. And that kind of like, his dad doesn't like that. And his dad doesn't like that. He has that old, old, a white, white wife. Yeah, he's like, you know, they'll never accept you. Yeah. This and that, you, you, you know, and Andre wants to fit in. So he's like, you know, that's not what Lucius yeah. is about. So definitely it's Hakeem, but Hakeem is the most uh, but I don't think he irresponsible. Yeah. He's the most, yeah. you know, it's just... He's, he's wild. Yeah, he's too crazy. He, he doesn't know what he's doing. I think Cookie would be the best. I think she would be the one to. I can see know, that. I can see that somehow being Cookie. Her taking over. I kind of like how they got his like wife out the picture, or his fiance. Now, she'll be back. She'll be back. You think so? With Morelli, yeah, they'll both be back. They're well, yeah, come at, they don't come at tonight. I, I see that already. Mm-hmm. They'll be back. They'll definitely be back. It's exciting. I can't wait. Um, I I hope it. You know, this is one of those shows where like it sustains this because it's such great television right now, but. Not all the television is that is out is kind of tailored to hit you know our our market or you yeah. know our kind of our interests. So you know things shows like this shows like Power, yeah. You know things like that where um, we could kind of resonate with it a little bit more. I think that's something where you know I really like to see. We'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see. Season two is already in the market, so we'll see. We'll see. And Oprah's supposed to be on there. Rumor. Yeah. Rumor. How yeah. do you? Get, where do you get all this money from? I mean, Lean Daniels and Oprah are like. Buddy, oh, buddy, okay, so, so it's like you know. You know she probably just do it for free. So yeah, I scratch your back, you scratch yeah. me, something like that. Yeah, but uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. That's it. Um, once again, we want to thank everybody for showing love. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter, 
we we're getting some we're getting some retweets we're getting some replies we, we we like the love we do like the love and the hate too and the hate yeah yeah uh we i think we got our first kind of trolls out there so um we take love and hate man we're, we're not picky Follow button on our SoundCloud and follow us on Twitter at Two Kids from the BX.